Welcome to Tame Your Talent. My name is Brad Jay, your host of Tame Your Talent, a 25-year professional TV commentator, professional announcer for the likes of the Olympics, X Games, ABC, NBC, CBS, yada, 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 Fuel TV, Fox, Sports West, all those stuff and more. To what I've been doing, webcast hosting, live announcing, you name it, TV commentating, that's what I do. And uh, glad to, uh, to be uh, doing it, man. Especially after 25 years of this. Uh, you can check uh, all my stuff out. You can do that on YouTube. Tame Your Talent on YouTube. Follow that. Subscribe to that. And get that going right away. Also, I do have a radio show. That is on Monday through Friday. KTYD.com. That's KTYD.com. 7 p.m. to midnight on the west coast of Cali. You get from basically Aerosmith to ZZ Top. I give you six hours of a quality classic rock. And I do that Monday through Friday at 7 to midnight on the west coast of Cali. And um, 3 o'clock to 8 p.m. on Saturdays. And you can get that at ktyd.com. Or if you live in Santa Barbara, Ventura, you can get that on your FM dial 99.9. Okay. I got to get to this one right away. All right, here's the big plan. So always trying to figure out what's my content for my uh my podcast. I mean, I love telling my stories about announcing and what have you and all the stuff I've gone through uh, to get to top of the game where I'm at nowadays. And I like to bring those stories, you know, stuff that I've done and I've screwed up, mistakes that I've made and things that I've learned and stories, you know, and it's fun to bring those to you. And I really appreciate all the good comments I've been getting regarding the podcast and, and breaking down stuff. So always wondering what to do for, for the content. And so for the next 20 episodes count them 20 i've been working on a book basically it's called the ninth caller and it's a story on how i broke into announcing from you know humble beginnings and not really having a direction but trying to go in a certain direction and how it all started for me and so i've outlined these chapters and i haven't written them but i've bullet pointed every single chapter and i've done all 20 of them so it's pretty cool the work i've put into it and so I thought it'd be in my best interest to do these and break these out. So this being podcast number 84 on Anchor, well, I'm going to do this all the way to podcast 104. So 20 episodes in order, my book that's going to come out from chapter 1 to chapter 20. And the story, I'm going to have to leave some stuff out because I don't. I mean, I'll have to save some stuff for the book because... I feel like when I say some of the things that I'd like to say and things that have gone on, you know, that could maybe hurt my working relationship with a few different people. So so I don't want to go there, but I definitely want to go to it. Okay, so first off, we're going to get right into it. Chapter one, let's start. Who's my real dad? Chapter one. All right, chapter one of uh, the inside look at my book, Ninth Caller. All right, chapter one, who's my dad? You know, it's a weird thing is about starting your life out not knowing your actual father until you were 15 years old, okay? How weird is that, right? And some of you have experienced that. You have did not know your, your pops until <clears throat> you were older or something or you are adopted or what have you. But my situation is qu- quite weird on the fact that when I was born in... Uh, Glendale, Los Angeles in the 60s, when I was born in Glendale, on my birth certificate says 
my dad's name to who my mom was married to at the time. Okay. So being that his name is on the birth certificate for myself, that he's considered my dad because my mom was married to him at the time. Okay. So my last name ends up being his last name and I'm going to leave the last names out of it. Okay. Don't need to put those in there. Some people know me, you know what the, my last name is. You probably don't know what my first last name was, but okay. So anyways, so I go through life all the, uh, thinking that I have a different father, okay? But the actual father that I was living with as a kid was my blood real father, right? But since my mom was married to someone else at the time that I was born, then I end up getting his name because they put his name on the birth certificate. So that was either my mom's choice and she's passed away. So I wouldn't even be able to tell you now. But how does how's that work? So I don't even know this. And I think I was I think I was 14. And it was a time that we went out to dinner as a family. And we were, I was 14 years old. And it was me, my sister, my mom, my dad, my brother. We're all out to dinner at a fancy place. I think it was called the Royal Coach was the name of this place. And we're out there. And... Uh, I get told from my sister when my mom and my dad were not at the table that he is my real dad. This guy that I've been, you know, who's been my dad, who's been, I've been living with my whole life, who I didn't think was my real father, turns out to be he's my actual real father. And I did not know that. And my sister, of all the people, you think you're going to get that information from your mom and dad? No. Not going to happen came to me from my sister and I remember being upset over the whole thing right like I remember getting home from dinner that night and being upset with my mom like how could you not tell me how could you not tell me he was my real father all this whole time I didn't know how could you not tell me all this stuff but what does that even mean it didn't even matter he was my father as far as I was concerned because he was the one who was you know bringing me up at the time but the whole thing is it, it didn't even matter because he was the one who was my father. He was the one who was raising me. So it didn't even matter that, that I found out at that point. So for my mom not to tell me, it was more like, well, why didn't you tell me? It's not that big of a deal. You could have just told me. And my sister, for being the one, you know, props out to her for actually telling me the information, but did not know who my real dad was, even though I was living with this guy, thinking that, you know, he's not my real dad, but then finding out about 15 years old that he was my real dad. And I don't know, maybe it's because of the time. They didn't, you know, that was a weird time back then. Okay, so that, that all happened. But before that happened, we had lived in uh, the little side community called Isla Vista. And Isla Vista is about, uh, what, 16, 17 miles from Santa Barbara, north of Santa Barbara, and that's where the campus of uh, UCSB, University of California at Santa Barbara, that's the college out there. And when we were living there back in the late 60s, that was a tough time because that was also during riots uh, at a lot of the campuses because of the Vietnam, Vietnam War. And at that point, UCSB, where we were living right by the campus, with my family before we had moved from there, still not knowing who my real dad was, uh, we experienced stuff like that. And even at school a couple times, 
they had drills where we had to leave school and get off the grounds and they didn't have buses for us. We had to all get in teachers' cars. Like here we are, just a bunch of students, you know, maybe 20 of us in a class, all getting into teachers' cars, like shoving like 10 of us into a car and leaving the campus because the students were, were uprising at that time. So it was, it was a crazy time. It was definitely a crazy time going living in that area uh, back then during the uh, Vietnam riots at UCSB. They even burned down the Bank of America, the, the students did, at one point during that whole exchange. So it was crazy. And having, you know, being the youngest in the family, some of you know this, you have an older sister, an older sibling. Well, I had an older sister and an older brother, and he, another even older half-brother. But my sister was always the one that was could do anything everything right she seemed to be able to do right the one who told me who my real father is too how funny is that there was some competition between us she's on her own principal's list i was not on any of those lists i was on the detention list it was the list that i usually was on <laughs> the, the in the doghouse list but it seems like she could do no wrong and then i remember as a kid, you know, I had my little tricycle, three-wheel tricycle. She had a bike, a two-wheel bike. She was riding two-wheel at that time. And I remember that she would leave her bike out in the driveway. You know, and this is in this is in Goleta. This is in Santa Barbara, just uh, just north of Santa Barbara. And she would do this all the time. And her bike would be fine the next day. And I would be always so careful to put my bike away. Like I would take my bike and I'd put it in the garage. And she would just leave her bike out. No big deal, right? And her bike would never get taken. And then, so one day I'm just like, oh, man, how does she do this? She just leaves her bike out. I go through all this time, spend all this time to make sure my bike is put away. And then she just leaves her bike out. And then it gets, and then I leave my bike out. But I decide to leave it out even further. I'm like, you know what? Okay, I'll show her. I'll leave my bike out even closer to the sidewalk than where she leaves it. So I did that. So I left my bike a little bit closer to the sidewalk thinking I could show off showing that, look, I even left my bike way farther out than you did, and it didn't get taken. So, like, what the heck was I thinking? Obviously, I was not thinking at that point. But I did it, and the next morning, my bike was stolen. Then I had to explain to my parents how, how my bike got stolen because I was having a competition with my sister, and she wasn't even having a competition. She was just leaving her bike outside being lazy. But I turned it into a competition and lost my bike over it. So uh, there you go. And uh, one last story that I will leave you with here from uh, back in those days. So uh, back in 69, I think it was. Yep. 69 uh, grammar school, uh, elementary school, whatever you want to call it. Going to Isla Vista. I remember I used to get in trouble and I used to get in trouble all the time. And the stories I want to leave you with on this one is the one time. I was just, I felt bad. Every day I was leaving my dog behind. I'd walk to class from my house from in Isla Vista to the, the school, the elementary school. And uh, I always felt bad leaving my dog behind. And so one day I was like, you know what? No, I'm not doing it, man. I'm bringing my dog. Screw it. And uh, put my dog on a leash. Walked right into class. Tied the leash up around my desk. And uh, sat down at my desk. And it was like one of those things from like, I mean, if you've seen Fast Times Ridgemont High where Spicoli gets orders a pizza and he's like, you know, I feel like this little feast on our time is okay, Mr. Hand. 
it was kind of almost like that thing. I was like, well, you know, we got, I got to be here. You got to be here. You know, might as well be able to bring my dog in here since I got to be here. <laughs> and I got in trouble for that one. And that, that was called mom. And she had to come and uh, pick the dog up from school and uh, go and clip him up and put him away. So there you go. Got in trouble for that one. That's going to do it. That is Tate Town. That is also chapter one. Who's my real dad? And uh, now you got a little inside scoop. Uh, tune in chapter two tomorrow. Straight out of Lompton is the title of that one. And then we'll go into that into detail tomorrow. Make sure you check out, of course, my radio show. That is Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. till midnight on the West Coast. You can get that at ktyd.com, ktyd.com, or even download the free app, too. If you want some classic rock, man, barely any commercials, a ton of quality rock and roll, download the app for free, ktyd.com. Go to the app store for that. Or if you're in California, Ventura, Santa Barbara, Oxnard, Lompoc, what have you, you can get it on your FM dial at 99.9. Uh, there you go. And that's Monday through Friday, 7 to midnight, and Saturdays, 3 to 8 on the West Coast. Also, tame your talent on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube page as well. And that's going to do it. Another Tame Your Talent episode in the books. I'm Brad J. See ya.